Hi, some six months have been left until the end of the Media Telcom project. The last large consortium meeting took place in Bucharest, Romania. In the light of this meeting, we shall talk about the final efforts of Media Telcom completing all drafted outcomes. There will be two books along with uh, articles and journals, policy recommendations for media policy makers, future scenarios regarding deliberative communication and whatnot. For the interested followers, it might be handy to keep the eye on our website mediatelcom.eu to find the popping up publications and more. So let's take off. I'm Urmas Leut, the Media Telcom Communication Officer. In the beginning of October, the Media Telcom Consortium met in Bucharest to discuss the last efforts within the project. The leading keywords were knowledge-based decisions and the future scenarios. These points are extended for our podcast by Markus Kreutler from the German team. Well, it's actually interesting now to see things come together and to see how different practices in different countries actually work in the same direction of um, allowing it for policymakers or for decision makers also in, in the industry to take knowledge-based decisions so that we can use the knowledge the different systems are generating and use it for practical life in, in the media sphere. What about the scenarios that started to be discussed here in more in detail? It's actually interesting to adapt these kinds of different scenarios to the countries we see. So I think that's still very much work in progress at the moment, associating the different country cases to the different scenarios and maybe also thinking about where it makes sense to merge scenarios into one or actually to to, um, diversify them into different ones. Uh, Because there is of course always a certain risk of uh, putting cases together that are still very different, but you also want to have this kind of simplification, this kind of way of explaining things by putting them into the same scenario. The two books being prepared for publication were canvassed in Bucharest. The first of them is about to appear in the beginning of the next year, hopefully before the project's final conference in Brussels. The book's title will be Monitoring the Mediascapes, focusing on the society's ability to monitor the media. Tobias Everwein from the Austrian team elaborates the subject. 
The first book that we produced within the Media Delcom project, it was an attempt to describe the media monitoring capabilities in our partner countries. Actually, it's about the research infrastructures. You can summarize it like that. We wanted to find out uh, which research initiatives are there in the different partner countries. What do they tell us about the state of news media and also about the state of deliberative communication, of course. And we got quite a good overview based on the country case studies that we wrote in the course of the project. There's this concept within Media Delcom that we differentiate between different research domains, for example, media law or journalism studies or audience studies or media literacy. And uh, we really tried to assess what different research infrastructures exist in Europe focusing on these particular domains. And what we did for book one was an attempt to conduct a web-based meta-analysis of these country reports. Yeah, and I think also methodologically speaking this was actually quite an innovative procedure because this qualitative comparative analysis of research infrastructures it has never been done before, at least not in the way that we did it. And Surely we came up with a number of interesting results. Uh, for example, we could show that there are a number of typical problems or risks that we can find in many European countries. Trends like uh, information fragmentation, also in some countries information overproduction, but also more critical risks, I would say, as for example, a lack of uh, consistency in uh, certain studies, knowledge gaps that we could highlight, etc., etc. This was one of the results. At the same time, we also could show that basically in all of the countries there are certain best practices that we can look to and uh, that we can use to develop more future-oriented research strategy in our case. So in some I would say that it was a theoretically innovative uh, attempt, it was also methodologically innovative, but most of all, and that's maybe most important, we collected lots of practical insights that can help in policy-making processes and this is what the project is also about, to develop guidelines or recommendations for media policy makers and I hope that the book contains quite some good ideas in this regard. So this is the aim for the book to achieve in the field of media policy? I would say there are several aims. On the one hand, there are of course academic aims and these are related to theoretical innovation, methodological innovation, but also in identifying research gaps. That's the one side, but on the other hand, I would also certainly stress the practical relevance. And this shows us where future research initiatives should look at, uh, where we maybe need uh, further funding, where also policymakers or those persons that finance media research should pay more attention. And in this regard, we certainly have a very practical outcome that other research projects in this field couldn't come up with so far. Another book is also under preparation. 
the appearance of it takes a bit more time. But in general, we can shed light upon it too. Zrinka Perusko, one of the co-editors of the book from the Croatian team, talks closer. It's an edited book called Media Systems for Deliberative Communication, Risks and Opportunities. And the book is looking to set a new standard in media systems research by taking the empirical uh, analysis of normative expectations of the role of the media, in this instance, deliberative communication, to how it relates to media system conditions. We put this into relationship with the use of the fuzzy set uh, qualitative comparative analysis and um, we focus on four main domains of the media systems that are postulated uh, within the project to be the most important for media system development. And they are the legal framework for freedom of expression and freedom of information, media accountability, journalism, media usage and media competences. Uh, this is all the, uh, related to deliberative communication. For also uh, something uh, which is very new and innovative uh, in this book is the index of deliberative communication, uh, which has been conceptualized and um, put forward for the first time and empirically tested in relation to media system dimensions in this study, which is being presented in this book. This is really, really interesting contribution to comparative media research as well as to research on deliberative communication and the debate on deliberative communication and um, the normative goals uh, of the media, which is coming back uh, into discussion in uh, recent times. We hope that the book will be a significant contribution to both uh, comparative media systems research because it includes analysis of 14 European countries from different types of media systems, two different according to Halin and Mancini, the Mediterranean and the Northern European, but also four different types of media systems according to Castro Herrero in the eastern part of Europe. And this is also a very big value of this book because it talks a lot more than usually is uh, the case with comparative media systems research about Central and Eastern European countries, members of the European Union. The discussion about this book brought forward some intriguing details worth covering in our podcast. First, the comparison of the participating countries turns out to be a puzzling job, as all countries cannot be characterized under the same dimensions. Ilva Skulte from the Latvian team opens up the issue she raised at the meeting. There are some countries that are really making our work more difficult because they are not fitting in any groups or clusters. And to my eyes, one of the most unfitting country is Estonia that is actually doing very well in uh, comparison in terms of deliberative communication in several chapters where I worked for, like in journalism and media-related competences. I just was thinking long about 
how and where to put Estonia. Especially because Estonian uh, case studies, Estonian colleagues are very critical in terms of describing their status quo and um, policies. And Halika Roloit, as the representative of Estonia, briefly replies to that. Estonia has been quite good in different indexes. Although, of course, when we look closer, then there are several potential risks. Another issue brought up during the discussion of the book is the unclear definition of media literacy. Slavomir Galik from the Slovak team unfolds this issue. Media literacy, this notion is not clear. There is no universally accepted definition. There are uh, definitions about digital literacy uh, used uh, maybe in uh, Nordic uh, countries, competencies in uh, Central European countries. And it is different uh, because media competencies are umbrella, is a wider notion than digital literacy. Maybe it can be a risk for deliberative communication and democracy and media literacy competencies also. To have clear uh, notion is a condition for next understanding uh, media. It is, it is a very, very important notion. But I hope that People, academic researchers will work with this notion and I hope that they uh, find a common agreement with media competencies notion. These findings, let's say discoveries, will find the corresponding reflection in the books. But what next within the Media.com project? Halike Haraloit, the project coordinator, explains. Now we shall focus on scenario building. We are using two types of scenarios. One is narrative space scenarios and another is uh, agent-based scenario building. The latter is um, actually using the computer science approach. The scenarios are important to point out main risk areas as well as the opportunities. The concept of risks and opportunities is therefore important input, but of course the main finding of um, Delcom is that certain risks and opportunities lay in different domains, lay in different problems, uh, let me say so. The main aim of the scenarios is to provide suggestions for the wisdom-based media policy and governance. We propose a new concept as wisdom-based media policy and media governance, and the basic idea is that it goes beyond the evidence-based policy. 
our approach suggests that there should be more communication and cooperation between different agents, uh, those who produce knowledge and those who make policy. The knowledge producers can be academic and non-academic, and also the policy makers can act on different levels. But what is the basic idea is that even when we speak about agenda setting concerning knowledge production, it is important that there is negotiations between knowledge producers and policymakers so that on the level of a country we actually know what kind of knowledge and information is badly needed in order to make sure that those regulatory initiatives implemented are really those which we at least can foresee how it could influence the actual situation. Just one example. If the media freedom is very well protected at the editorial level, let me say so, then there is no need to create legal tools that would regulate editorial freedom. But at the same time, we might need a system that enables to pay more attention to the individual freedom of speech and really think what kind of political tools should be used for fighting against slap, where people who have more money can start a lawsuit against any individual or any individual journalist. And therefore, step by step, we could create quite a well-functioning self-censorship. So we need to know what are the actual problems, where the society is towards, what kind of problems concerning deliberative communication we do actually have, which are those groups who are supporting freedom of speech, for example, and which groups are rather fighting for their own interests, less freedom, less transparency, and how the existing laws are actually interpreted. This is just one example. What I want to point out is that we need to create scenarios which bring out these specific needs of different European countries. So we can say that MediaTelcom enters the final laborsome period preparing several publications and other deliverables. Presumably it's interesting to follow. By the way, our podcast can now be heard also on TuneIn, along with Apple, Google, Spotify and Amazon, and of course on our website metatelcom.eu. Hence, stay tuned to hear us soon.